If the New Orleans Saints want to get a big week one win against a tough opponent in the Tennessee Titans this Sunday, they're going to need the performance of a lifetime from one Derek Carr. We got all that and a little bit of land yet for you on this crossover Thursday edition of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on and welcome in to a very fun crossover Thursday edition of Locked On Titans and Locked On Saints, both a part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast for daily Titans and Saints content. And of course, you can catch us all across all those social media platforms as well. We got Tyler Rowland here at Tic Tac Titans, the one, the only, the daily host of the Locked on Titans podcast. Myself, Ross Jackson at Ross Jackson, NOLA and OLA here to cover the New Orleans Saints every single Monday through Friday. And on today's episode, we're going to be previewing the New Orleans Saints hosting the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Today's crossover Thursday episode brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. So go and check them out today at prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the promo code in all lowercase locked on NFL for the first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. We're going to tell you more about them later on today's episode here. We're going to be breaking this thing down. Tyler, we're going to be taking a look at the deciding factors in this game, the matchups that can win or lose this game. But of course, we're going to start off with the biggest stories here. So Tyler, why don't you kick us off today? The Tennessee Titans, what's the biggest story up in Nashville? You know, honestly, Ross, there's been a lot of change in Tennessee from a Saints perspective, somebody who maybe doesn't follow the Titans on a consistent basis. The Titans got a new general manager. The Titans mm -hmm. totally remodeled the offensive side of the coaching staff and the coaching staff in general. The Titans had over 40% turnover on their roster this year, so they flipped nearly half of the roster. A lot of changes, but I think the biggest thing that everyone's looking for as we head into week one is what the Titans' offensive line can be. The Titans' offensive line has four new starters, and the fifth starter, who's the only returning starter, is changing positions. And that's <laughs> interior offensive lineman Aaron Brewer, who was a left guard last year, is a bit too small to play guard. He's going to move to center now, which is more of a fit. He's one of the smaller starting, starting offensive linemen in the game. So it makes sense to have him at center, utilize his quickness, help him kind of minimize that size disadvantage a little bit more. But you have left guard, rookie, first-round pick, Peter Skaronsky, who Ryan Tannehill called Steady Eddie in his press Love conference <laughs> on Wednesday. And that's what the Titans, that's what you expect when you pick a guard number 11 in the NFL draft. He better be steady from day one, and that's what they've got. But all the other positions kind of up and down right now. Andre Dillard specifically at left tackle, former first-round pick for the Eagles, couldn't really crack their starting lineup with all the depth right. they have there. Is that because they have so much depth, or is that because Dillard really isn't a starter in the NFL? The Titans are going to be the ones who find out, and that's going to start with a tough matchup on Sunday against the Saints on the right side. Chris Hubbard hasn't been a consistent starter since 2019. He's kind of a patchwork guy. Is the Titans starting right tackle, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer, is suspended for six mm -hmm. games to start the season. Daniel Brunskill, another guy like Dillard. <laughs> right, right, exactly. They know about that, but Daniel Brunskill at right guard, he's another guy who 
has starting experience with the San Francisco 49ers in recent right. years, but kind of in and out of the lineup as a guy who they didn't really want to be a starter, but could be a starter. Can he be a consistent guy for the Titans? There's a lot of question marks up front, and if they can't block, they can't open holes for Derrick Henry. They can't have t- give Tannehill time to get the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. So kind of everything hinges on that offensive line up front, and that's the biggest question for the Titans heading into this game. What's kind of the big question? I know there's a lot of changes, but a lot of things stayed the same in New Orleans as well. So what's kind of the, the big storyline coming in for you guys over there? Yeah, I, I think b- before I jump straight to that, the the I love that you point out the the run game and the impact in the run game for the offensive line. Because yeah. I think many times when there's a lot of change over on offensive lines, we tend to harp on the passing game. But mm-hmm. with this team's, I don't want to say its identity is the run because it, it has to be very good at being like right. Derrick Henry level in the backfield, but Derrick <laughs> Henry level at wide receiver too, right? right. And so being able to do both is, is huge for this team. And so I think that a part of what you're, what you're bringing up there in terms of the offensive line, having it's, I don't want to say woes, but big time changeover saints have a ton yeah. of changeover in their defensive line as well. They're bringing back only one starter in terms of cam Jordan. Right. Right. And so there's going to be a whole lot of that, that matchup that I'm very excited to watch, but the, the biggest story for new Orleans is going to come down to the quarterback position. And I'm not just talking about Jake Hander being suspended for the first six games for <laughs> PED violation. What I'm really looking at here is Derek Carr. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they just brought him into the building. They, they had five different, six different quarterbacks or five different quarterbacks play uh, the position for them since Drew Brees left. And Derek Carr is supposed to be the guy that gets it right. Will he get it right? That's going to be the biggest thing for New Orleans. Well, that's funny that you say that because the conversation with the Titans all week has been, how do we prepare for this team with some mm-hmm. of the changes? And I think it's a combination of, you know, like I said, the coaching staff hasn't changed a ton. There's some hold over there. They probably will want to do similar things that they've done in the past because yeah. those are the same coaches. But at the same time, you kind of have to look at what Derek Carr did well with the Raiders because you know that Carr is going to want to bring over some of the concepts and some of the schemed up things that he was comfortable with there. So I think that is, while that may be a big question for the Saints, obviously, a big question for the Titans is what is this going to look like with Derek Carr? So while they're looking at it from a different perspective, I think if you ask the Titans fan what their biggest question with the Saints is coming in, it would be what will Derek Carr look like in this offense? And that's the question on your side as well. Yeah, big time. I mean, that's going to be the whole whole thing, right? You go out, you spend all this money on a brand new shiny quarterback. You bring him in. Yep. You want him to fix the organization, fix the franchise, fix the offense. Really, is what it is. The organization, mm-hmm. the franchise are solid. Uh, but you know, in terms of fixing the offense and what was a like anemic and at times myopic offense last year in 2022, can they be a more creative offense in 2023? Can they be an offense that runs more efficiently? pre-snap and you're going to have to do that against one of the NFL's best defenses going into this year mm-hmm. with the Tennessee Titans it's not going to be easy this was a number one rushing defense last year this was a highly ranked passing defense last year they add more talent they've already they still have Jeffrey Simmons which like yes. forget everything else you know about the Tennessee <laughs> Titans right like if you're matching yeah. up with that defense you're matching up with Jeffrey Simmons but then they add Sean Murphy Bunting and more talent over in that defensive side like this is not going to be a pushover game for the New Orleans Saints. And this is a game that the a lot of Saints fans would probably be worried about last year. But with mm-hmm. the hope of what Derek Carr can bring you as a guy that can kind of manipulate a little bit more based on what he's seeing pre-snap, you can call two plays in the huddle and he can switch to the play that he think is going to be best run against that defense. It feels a little bit more like familiar offensive football here in New Orleans all of a sudden. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, we we talk about the quarterbacks and everything, but the offenses, the Titans get a new offensive coordinator, new playbook, mm-hmm. everything like that. It, it It's going to come down to 
two teams with really good defenses, which offense can make the least amount yeah. of mistakes. I yep. feel like that might be the game. Yep. So it, it, it's funny that we both have similar concerns, but similar hopes as well when you look at what the team can be going forward. 100%. 100%. And speaking of some of those hopes, there is no bigger hope that I have for this game than simply being able to watch Marshawn Lattimore and DeAndre Hopkins mm -hmm. go up against one another. That is going to be so much fun. And so next, we're going to take a look at the matchups that can decide this game, starting off, of course, with that big matchup. Uh, here in the Big Easy. So we got that coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode, this crossover edition of Locked on Titans and Locked on Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's episode, this crossover edition of Locked on Titans and Locked on Saints is brought to you by Prize Picks. I mentioned it is the most fun way to play daily fantasy sports, daily fantasy football for you when you're looking at this weekend. All you have to do is pick two to five players, choose whether or not they're going to come in at more or less than their stat projection. And if you get those right, you can win a ton of money. And look, it's a lot of fun, right? This is not a situation to where you're going up against some spreadsheet wizard somewhere or some bot somewhere that's doing whatever it's doing that drafted a team or whatever. No, no, no. You ain't got to worry about that. You don't have to worry about in-season roster management. It's literally just picking the players versus the house versus the projections. That's all that it takes. So you go ahead and check them out. Uh, highlight all of the winnings that you're going to find because it is so much fun. And trust me, you're going to get a lot of winnings when it comes to prize picks. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the promo code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match of up to $100. Once again, that is prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL promo code locked on NFL for their first deposit match up to $100. Go and check them out today. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, everybody, Con uh, continuing on with this crossover edition here of Locked on Titans, Locked on Saints. Uh, we appreciate all of you everydayers making us your first listen of the day every day. Tyler, we got a whole bunch going on here at the network, man. I know. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> There's so much talent. There's so much going on. So excited for these crossover episodes just to make sure that uh, all of our audiences and all of our listeners know about all the great talent that is spread around the network. It's great. And not only that, but we're going to utilize all of that great talent in this year's ultimate NFL season preview. Look, it's here. It's a seven episode extravaganza. Like I said, you're going to get opinions, analysis, and plenty of debate, especially between me and the Jaguars, Tony <laughs> Wiggins. Uh, but you're going to get that from all 32 of our locked on NFL hosts. They're going to give added insights from our national experts as well. It's a can't-miss series before the season kicks off. Catch every episode on Locked On NFL on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. It's Locked On's ultimate NFL season preview. But, Ross, I know we want to jump into some of these big-time matchups. And while one side of the big matchup we're going to talk about first is a guy who's been with the Saints for quite some time, the Titan side is a brand new yeah. Tennessee Titan, and that is DeAndre Hopkins going up against the talented cornerback in New Orleans, Marshawn Lattimore. I'm so excited to see this matchup, Ross, because DeAndre Hopkins not only needs to be good for the Titans, he needs to break the curse. We've seen Andre yes. Johnson, Randy <laughs> Moss, Julio yes. Jones. Titans fans have traumatic pass from these veteran free agent wide receivers who get brought over. Maybe Julio wasn't a free agent, but you guys get the general yeah. idea. The Titans yeah. add a veteran receiver with a big name, and it doesn't work out. 
the Titans need DeAndre Hopkins to work out or the season's just not going to go the way that they're hoping it can go. And having him test himself and seeing what version of DeAndre Hopkins the Titans are going to get in a matchup against Marshawn Lattimore's best is the best of the best. Like he can give you the best cornerback play in the NFL when he's on. We've seen him in those matchups with Mike Evans. And Hopkins is a similar player who maybe doesn't have explosive athleticism, but with great body control, great hand-eye coordination, understands all the craft and the nuance to the position. So I'm very excited to see if DeAndre Hopkins can get open because from a schematic standpoint, and I want to ask you something before we move yeah. on from the matchup for sure. From a schematic standpoint, what teams like to do is they like to press the Titans, play tight man coverage, and bring pressure because in previous years, especially once A.J. Brown was traded, the Titans simply didn't have anyone that could consistently beat man coverage. And if they did, safety's going over top of them. And now, good luck finding somebody else. And the Titans didn't have right. a two or a three. So if Hopkins can consistently win against man coverage, then you don't have to worry as much about that schematic disadvantage and what the teams what teams do to the Titans so much. DeAndre Hopkins could kind of be a big fix for your biggest weakness. My question really for you is, what do you think the Saints will do coverage-wise? I'm not going to pretend like I'm in their film all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they are they going to lean towards playing more zone or do you think that they're going to lean this year playing playing more man and the Titans will see what they've seen most over the last few years? Yeah, uh, look, I, I think the Saints are going to try to throw a big wrinkle at the Tennessee Titans. They're going to press. Uh, they're going to play mm -hmm. tight man coverage and they're going to try to like rush. No, I, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. I mean, that is yeah. the that is the bread and butter of what the New Orleans Saints defense is. Okay. That's their brand, right? Is to try to be physical. Right. So no, I, I think you'll see exactly what you expect, the uh, what you've seen other teams try to do uh, against mm -hmm. this team and, and for better or for worse. Yeah, and, and with that being said, we're going to talk about deciding factors and things like that, but we're talking about prize picks. Tajay Spears, if the Saints are going to play tight man coverage, the Titans look for the running back out of the backfield in the passing game matched up on linebackers. And Tajay Spears, go to prize picks. Whatever his receiving yards, more, more or less is. More. Take more. more. <laughs> take more. I think Tajay Spears, Tajay Spears is, a, is a Louisiana kid, played yep. at Tulane. A lot of Saints fans may know him. I would expect them to have a good game if that is the schematic because that's why I like to ask because some teams that is their bread and butter and they're just going to what they do works against the Titans. But some teams, you know, think about a like a Vic Fangio defense wants to play quarters and right and half, yep. you know, stuff like that. It, are they going to change to do what beats the Titans the best? That's always a fun thing to watch for. So now that you have confirmed that for me, it, it's going to be strength on weakness and DeAndre Hopkins importance and being open even when he's covered is even more important based on what you just told me. So that matchup really will decide a ton in this game. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing schematically to pay attention to is that Marshall Lattimore is not going to shadow DeAndre Hopkins. So if okay. they ever move DeAndre Hopkins into the slot, which I know a lot of teams have done with mm -hmm. him in the past, uh, it means that he's going to be getting his matchups with Elante Taylor, who guarded him nine times when he was with the Arizona Cardinals last year because Marshall Lattimore wasn't right. in that game uh, and, and fared pretty well against him. But this will be Elante Taylor's first real experience in the slot, even when it comes to collegiate games. And so yeah. that'll be a big mismatch potential piece to watch is if they move DeAndre Hopkins in the slot, he's going to be matched up with a first time slot corner, but a right. hyper confident, hyper athletic, hyper physical slot corner there. So it might be inexperienced, but he's going to have all the confidence in the world that he's going to be able to get it done for sure.
that's interesting. And I actually want to ask you a question on the other side of it. We talk about mm-hmm. this matchup, Titans wide receiver. I'm interested how the Titans, because the Titans don't really do matchups. They don't shadow. They they like mm-hmm. to play their guys on the side of the field. But Christian Fulton, cornerback from LSU, is much yep. more of a speedier guy. He's got more quickness. He would be a better fit to go against Chris Alave, whereas Sean Murphy Bunting, who is a familiar guy from the division, yep. he's more of a physical cornerback, long arms, ball disruption, play at the line of scrimmage, he could be a better fit for Michael Thomas. So I guess my question for you is, how are the Saints deploying these guys in practice? Who's playing in the slot? How do you think they'll yeah. be they'll be used? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Oh, the, okay. the New Orleans Saints will move these guys all around, all over their offense. Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shaheed being the big three. Rashid Shaheed's going to be a little bit more the get-out-in-space guy, look for him to okay. kind of be utilized and in, in sort of similar to what we saw them do with him last year as somebody that can take the top off, but that they like to get the ball in his hands in space mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I assume they'll continue to find ways to do that. Uh, but they'll do that with him from the slot outside. Same thing with Chris Olave. They love his inside-outside potential. Same thing with Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. They like using him as a big slot type of receiver. So if right. a guy, you know, is going to be, you know, a little bit smaller uh, in the Roger slot. Roger McCreary, five oh, yeah, 11, okay. tiny yeah, arms. Yeah. Roger Small, McCreary short is the arms, all slot. That. that could be a matchup. That's going to be huge because the Saints will definitely be deploying guys like Michael Thomas, Keith Kirkwood, who's also a bigger bodied guy, and their tight ends like Juwan Johnson from the slot yeah. as well. So those will be big time matchups to watch over on that side for sure. Ooh, excellent. Ooh, I just got so excited. Like even more excited. Like I'm excited football's back, but yes. now like we're talking I, uh, like X's and O's, right, you know what I mean? Right, like we're here. Right. 100% <laughs> on the Thursday edition of Locked On NFL, me and the host of Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, dive into the Thursday night game, oh, the slate, and it just, you know, halfway through, you just get that realization of football is back. Football is 100%. back. And you hope, you hope that your team hired the right coaches, and hired the right new players. And I can think of a place that maybe they should have gone to make sure that they hired the right people. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Look, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn. In jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Look, guys, it's really easy. All you got to do is create a free job post, a free job post on LinkedIn jobs, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. And it's going to spread the word that you're hiring. They offer you simple tools like screening questions. It just makes it really easy to focus on the the right candidates with the right skills and experience. And you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Welcome back in, folks. We are going to cap off this first crossover Thursday mm-hmm. of the year presented the by Price Picks. So excited. Yeah, and we're starting it off with the best, the, best, the, best the infamous Ross Jackson from Locked <laughs> On Saints. I am your host, Tyler Rowland from Locked On Titans. 
More than anything, thank you guys for making us the first listen each and every day. Locked on Titans, Locked on Saints, Monday through Friday. Get bonus episodes on the weekends a lot of time, too. It's free and available on all apps all year long. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. Speaking of every day, Ross, this is a good time to remind people. We're going to have live reactions on the Locked yeah. on Saints and Locked on Titans YouTube channels. Honestly, for me, I like to check out both. The team that we played, yep. the team that I like, all that. So check out both shows. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the game at the beginning of the week. And tomorrow, We both Friday, do Game Plan Fridays. We both game do Game Plan Friday. Yep. We're going to tell you from both different sides how our teams need to beat your team. So yep. it might be fun to check that out from both sides. So make sure you stay locked in to the Locked on Titans and Locked on Saints podcast. But with that being said, we're going to dive into some deciding factors in this mm -hmm. game. And Ross... You put me on the spot to go first a few times. I'm going to flip it at you. Let's you tell it. us what will be the deciding factor in this game before we get into our final predictions. So it's all going to come down to, for me, it, it, it goes back to the trenches. The mm -hmm. New Orleans Saints need to control the ball, which means that they're going to have to be able to run, which is going to be tough against this right. Tennessee Titans defense. But if nothing else, they're going to have to be able to extend drives, which was a big mm -hmm. issue for them in 2022. Something that they hope that they're hoping that the additions of guys like Derek Carr, like um, you know, bringing back, you know, keeping Michael Thomas in the building, getting Jimmy Graham, right, adding Foster Moreau, mm -hmm. that adding in these pass catchers can also help them do. And of course, the addition of running back Jamal Williams. The Saints will not have Alvin Kamara in this game. It seems right. very unlikely that they'll have Kendra Miller, the rookie running back that they drafted in the third round out of TCU, who they picked over Tajay Spears, who went, I believe it was 10 picks later. Yep. Something you mentioned, uh, some Saints fans might know who Tajay Spears is. They uh -huh. all know who Tajay Spears is because they will never forget the fact that the Saints, and maybe never forgive the fact, we'll see how this Sunday's game goes, Right. took Kendra Miller over Tajay Spears. And so there's a chance now, the Saints are looking to supplement their run game with their fullback, Adam Prentice, with some guys that they're bringing up off the practice squad, like Jordan Mims, uh, a converted wide receiver to running back in Kirk Merritt, and then, of course, Taysom Hill, right? Taysom Hill, yeah. probably from the quarterback spot, especially now with the the, the Jake Hayner suspension and all that, there's a chance that you know they can own. They might only be able to use Taysom Hill as a quarterback uh, or, or whatever that three quarterback rule is going to end up being. So <laughs> yeah. for me, it, it's all about the ball control for the New Orleans Saints and keeping the ball out of the hands of Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, uh, Tajay Spears, and those pass catchers over there. That's going to be the biggest thing for them if they can control the ball and, like you mentioned earlier, not make mistakes. That's what they're going to need in order to be able to win. On the defensive side, they have to take advantage of the few mistakes that a guy like Ryan Tannehill would make, but there's not a lot of those on, on his ledger usually, except that they can get him started. Then like mm -hmm. most quarterbacks, they tend to keep coming, yep. but it's hard to get him started. That's going to be a big thing. What about you from the Titan side? Yeah, Tannehill's going to try to be smart, and it's funny that, that you mentioned the turnovers because to me, that that's that's a huge thing here. And I think yeah. it starts with, I'm going to, you know, it's the turnovers, but really where that deciding factor is, is the Titans pass rush. So mm -hmm. the best thing about the Titans over the last few years, everybody sees King Henry, everybody see, saw A.J. Brown and all that. The Titans defensive front, Jeffrey Simmons, the first name that has to be mentioned. Jeffrey Simmons, him and Cam Jordan are the best players on the football field in this mm -hmm. game. No mm -hmm. doubt about it in my mind. And whichever guy impacts the other offense the most, I think is is going to win his team the game because Derek Carr, like Ryan Tannehill, despite everything you see around the NFL, 
two non-mobile quarterbacks. I mean, they're not, you know, combat boots and quicksand, but they're not guys who are going to be running around and making big plays like a Josh Allen or a Jalen Hurts, something like that. So, mm-hmm. like you said, if you get these guys and you start putting pressure on them, they're going to start, hey, I got to get the ball out quicker. They're going to start making quicker decisions, maybe make some mistakes. So if Jeffrey Simmons and the Titans pass rush with Harold Landry, Arden Key, Danico Autry, who's one of the most underrated players in the NFL, yeah. if these guys can start to get real consistent pressure on Carr, I think Derek Carr makes mistakes and he makes turnovers, similar to what you just said for Ryan Tannehill. So for yeah. me, the deciding factor in this game more than anything is can the Titans pass rush dominate the game and then cause turnovers because the Saints have a great defense. I don't think the Titans are going to be going 75 yards up and down and putting points up. They're going to need short fields. They're going to need advantageous situations. And I think the only way that they can get that is if the Titans get one or two turnovers in this game. So I think whichever team does win the turnover battle will help their offense the most and put the defense in a tough spot. So I think the deciding factor will be the turnovers. But that, to me, is all about the Titans' pass rush, starting with Jeffrey Simmons. I love that you mentioned the uh, the short fields part because the turnovers feed mm-hmm. right into that, right? Those exactly. turnovers are going to help to create those short fields where all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're starting in you know good field position and instead yep. of you having to drive, let's say, 50 yards to get in the field goal range, you got to drive 20 yards to get in the field goal On range. On these that, defenses, that's huge. That might huge. be the difference. Yeah, that's yes. huge, big time. Mm-hmm. And, and both of these teams have had some you know, uh, special teams, specialist turnover and things like that this season. <laughs> yeah. That's probably Nothing like maybe the biggest – yeah, like if we were going to do X yeah. factors, like that's probably the biggest X factor going the two to this kickers. game. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. And then the punters too about getting, you know, again, it's the field position, flipping the field, all yes. those other things. Like that could make all the difference here uh, going into this one. We Ooh, sound like old school ball coaches. I, I know. I a lot Games of one in the trenches. <laughs> Special teams. It's like uh, Jim Tressel, old Ohio State coach said, most important <laughs> play in football is the punt. The punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I know. Old we sound like a football in week one. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> All right, but let's wrap this up with our look mm-hmm. at the score predictions. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, technically, I'm covering the home team, uh, so right. I, I would I would like to concede to you going first. But I, I think we're okay. kind of in agreement with where I think that this that this game ends up going. Just different right. scores. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll go ahead and kick us off. I don't mind. Uh, some people are scared to give predictions, not me, Ross. Same. I'm ready. Let's Same. see what happens. I think this game's 23-20 Titans. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, again, these are very similar teams in different conferences with offenses that will struggle at times throughout the year and defenses that will be carrying too much weight throughout the year at times as well. I think in this game, I trust the Titans' defensive backs more than mm-hmm. I trust the Saints' defensive backs to create those turnovers when the pass rush gets opportunities and the pass rush gets there. So I, I think with Christian Fulton, Sean Murphy bunting, especially Kevin Byard and Amani Hooker at safety in the back end. Kevin Byard is the best interception specialist in the NFL for my money. And Fantastic. I do believe he's led the NFL in interceptions since he came into the league or is at least top three uh, since 2020, the top coverage grade per pro football focus out of any defensive back in the NFL is Kevin Byard over 90. I think the Titans pass rush gets pressure just like the Saints pass rush gets pressure, but the Titans defensive back defensive backs create those turnovers, give the Titans a couple of better situation, easy kicks for these poor kickers. Um, I think 23-20, the Titans, I could see, maybe I'm off by three points and it's 2017 because it should be a little lower, but I'll go 23-20 Titans. Yeah, I'm going low scoring as well. And and I think that, you know, locked on Saints listeners know I've been picking the Saints to drop this game 
since it was on the schedule, uh, since it was on the schedule, just because like, you're going to have the growing pains of a new quarterback of effectively uh, a pretty yeah. big time changed offense. I think the defense is going to mm -hmm. be good. I, I think all those things are going to be fine. I think the saints can answer some questions, some important questions, even with a loss in this one. And so I'm taking the Titans to win this one, 17, 14. So I'm in the same, same place as you. And I think that it could be, a, a, you know, a last second field goal that ends up ends up deciding this. If we're going to say it's going to be decided yeah. by special teams, let's say it's going to be decided by special teams, man. Like I'm right there with <laughs> you in terms of three-point difference. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, with that being said, that is going to do it for our first crossover Thursday of the year. I am Tyler Rowland, host of Locked on Titans with Ross Jackson, host of Locked on Saints. Again, guys, thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. And make sure you're back with us on Friday as we go into our game plan. How can these teams win this game? And then make sure you're back on Sunday night for our instant reactions live on our YouTube channels, Locked on Saints YouTube, Locked on Titans YouTube. Thank you all so much. Start your weekend early and be safe out there.